You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, is that even something you would want to do? Absolutely not. It doesn't sound like something that you would be involved in. No, it, it so sounds it's... like, and it was, my nightmare when it was happening. It was, it was literally a, ni- a nightmare. Wow. All right. So, I mean, is this just because you're nervous? Are you equating what we're doing tonight with that, with Saturday Night Live? That doesn't make any sense. I don't think so, but I think like stage fright is stage fright. So that could be it. It was a very, very odd Okay. Dream. I've never had one quite like this. We might have to practice some monologues. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we have a bunch of stuff to get to today. Uh, first off, I do want to remind everybody... That if you're going to do any online shopping, yes. go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Amazon link oh my right there at the top of the page. It's so exciting. Or on exciting. the side of the page. It's very exciting. Amazon. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Just a couple clicks and you get something new and magical. Yeah, you can buy whatever you want. Uh, whatever you it's want. It's a wondrous world. We just got a new microphone on Amazon sure ourselves. Did. You know, I, I got, a, got a pop filter. Brand wow. new pop Greg filter. does love his pop filters. Yep, but you can buy all kinds of things. I mean, and we're not going to judge whatever you buy because we Wait, can't are you, see. are you saying that Amazon sells more than pop filters? They do sell more than pop filters, okay. and we won't judge. Whatever you buy, we're not going to know what I you buy specifically. I you say this because it sounds like we can see it. No, but we can't see it. I know we can't see it, so stop it. But we don't know what people are buying. That's why I'm saying they can buy freely by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicking on the Amazon link, and we'll we'll never have any idea what they're buying. So they could do, I mean, you can buy whatever you want. You can ship it wherever you want. We don't care. Just click on the link. That's. I'm saying we're open. We don't care because we we're don't very know. open people. Stop it, Greg. You're making it sound weird. Click on that Amazon link. Yeah. All right. And tonight, of course, we do have our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night happening at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, brought to you by Small Town Brewery who are uh, one of the fine sponsors of this event, the premium sponsor. The premium sponsor, if you will. will. And uh, they are the manufacturers of Not Your Father's Root Beer, which is amazing. And our good friends Next Adventure have uh, kicked in some some wonderful prizes as well. Exactly. So this is happening tonight. Uh, This is Portland, Oregon, November 12th, 2015, at the Landmark Saloon. It's going to be awesome. We're going to talk about this, but I want to get to... What happened last night, Sarah? So yes. Sarah came in here today. Actually, picked her up on the way down to the studio, and she's all worked up about some dream. I think it's just because we've been talking about my dreams a lot on the show. So now Sarah has to have something. So yeah. So Greg doesn't <clears throat> believe that anybody else is really because everyone just wants to hear Greg's dreams. That's it. Right. Well, I just assumed that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So all right. Let let me try to understand what what the dream is. It was like, just please, strange. Please explain it was it. the weirdest thing. All right, I was because in... you got in the car and you instantly started talking about it, and it was just like babbling. I it didn't know what so you meant. It was so strange. So it was like a full on. It was a, a full on experience. Like ex- except for okay. So in my dream, I was in New York City, but it was like a New York, like a dream New York, where basically it was kind of like how I made it in my mind. Like it looked like eighties New oh, York. Oh jeez, yeah. What would your Eight, what would your version of New York be? It was like be? early 80s. Like and everybody was an artist and lived in yes, lofts? Yes. So it was basically an 80s movie. It's like my happy place. An 80s movie and everybody has one of those elevators with the big gate on it. Yes. But there were lots of stairwells. <laughs> like It was like a weird house where like, the stairwells crossed each other and weird doorways and leading to the, secret passages. The giant and canvas stuff. and people paint and they listen to music by candlelight and then they in their lofts. 
and then somehow magically have a lot of money? It kind of was like that. Okay. But All in right. my dream specifically, I was chosen by some director who was there. He said that he had... <laughs> Wait, now why did he choose you? I, because he had, he had seen my work. Had he seen your artwork in your loft? No, he saw my acting. I'm like, I'm not an actor. Did He's you like, have like leg warmers? Are you like full on 80s no, style? No, I'm not 80s. I was just there. All of a sudden I'm there and I'm on the set of- Were you dressed like Janine Garofalo in the 90s I then? I am going or? to throw something at I'm just you. trying to get paint the picture. I don't know what I was wearing. Do you look at yourself when you're in a dream? I don't know what I was wearing. I don't know what I looked like. Usually, because I'm pretty self-conscious about oh, myself all yes, the time. Yes, and you mean self-involved. You said the wrong word. Oh. And- um. And so I'm in this thing. It's like this old, you know, crazy looking house with all like passages and like stairways. Was there she goes playing in the background? There are lots of stairways. As you were like walking off confidently. Different directions. And so I knew this was Saturday Night Live. Like I knew it was a big deal. And this director who came up to me, don't recognize him from anything. And uh, he came up to me. He's like, oh, you're Sarah, right? Oh, I've heard just so much about your acting skills. We're really excited to have you hosting SNL tonight. What? So you were... Your acting skills. So you were an actor now? Yeah, so I was an actor. But like I, I was aware in the dream that I wasn't an actor. I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah, I've just been an extra and haven't ever done any speaking roles. He's like, oh, you're just going to be perfect. It's going to be you and Carrie Brownstein. <laughs> Wait, so Carrie Brownstein was the... What what was she in it? She was, I guess, a comedian. The on musical SNL. guest? No, or? no, she was like a on SNL. So I think in my in my mind... like, Were you it was, co-hosting with her? Stop asking me so many questions. I'm just trying to understand. It was like Saturday Night Live, but I think really it was kind of like Portlandia in my mind. You just love any excuse to play that song. Greg loves this song more than anything. What is this even from? Why do you always reference this? I don't know. Okay, in my mind, anytime there is a story about... I I must be from some movie at some point I saw it. It's just equated in my mind. This song in particular... That, that was sorry. I muted your mic, but you could hear that uh, over here. I'm sorry. I'm just calling it out so people know. Sarah's got a cold. I've got a little case of the snuffles. Little, little case of the snuffles. No, but I'm associate. So it's six pence down the richer. That there she goes song. Six I associate the richer. You even know the name of the band. For some reason, I associate this song anytime there's a story about the '90s, and especially you with your like weird magical dream world of a life how you look at the world like I picture you like walking around New York with a smile on your face like dancing around I'm not saying it's a bad thing with this song playing in the background it's like a movie montage this is the movie montage dancing around in New York listening to what is it Sixpence None the Richer what disturbs me is that you know that, like, you remember, you vividly remember the name of this band. I don't know why. Does, am I the only one who associates that kind of imagery with this song? I believe so. I don't. It's what I, I don't know. It's, it's like very the strange. cheesy, super cheesy 90s movies. And that's, that's, what I, that's what I associate with it. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, let me just go back to me. I'm sorry, Greg, the, to take away from your dream segment for a second and your sixpence on the richer flashbacks. Oh, my God. So, no, so I, I was picked to do SNL, like the director was telling me how she liked me. Uh, Carrie Brownstein was there, and she was saying, all right, so I'm doing this, the first skit with you. No, we were the second skit. There was one going on, and then we were the second So one. did you give the opening monologue? No, no, not the opening monologue. For some reason, I was just acting with her in the second skit. Oh. And so she gave me the paper. Of course, then, you know, I set it down, and, like, my possessions are everywhere, and I'm trying to gather things. I can't find that's like script. in life. Yeah, that's... No, it's not in life. It's like dream life. <laughs> And like life. And uh, so I set down the script and Carrie Brownstein's like yelling at me. She's like, Sarah, where's your script? Come on, we have to, it's time to go. Let's go do this. And I find the script and it's just nonsensical, like babbling. It's just a lot of like, 
um, just letters all strewn together. It was just not like the English language, basically. And so when I got up there, and I'm supposed to be doing this monologue thing with Carrie Brownstein, I keep asking her, I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be doing here? And she's like, oh, you do this and this and this. And like she's pointing at these words, and they're just symbols. <laughs> and then she gets mad at me because I'm not, because it's time for us to go on stage. Uh-huh. And I can't read whatever it is that she then like the words that I can read just they're like nonsense words. What does this mean? Okay, so I don't yeah, so, so I So what did you do in the scene? So I went up Did and you try so to improvise? To, yeah, so I tried to improvise. I didn't know what it was about <laughs> because I couldn't read it. Then it was over and they like flashed over to like some other segment and then the director came over and told me that uh he's just like, Oh yeah, that was really bad. We're just not gonna we're gonna cut that out for the for the airing. Was it, it Lorne Michaels or it wasn't? It wasn't Lorne Michaels. It was like a younger guy. Okay. He was just some dude, some guy, some white dude. Right. And and yeah, Carrie Brownstein after she's like, oh, that was bad. She's like, you should be really embarrassed. I'm like, she told you you should yes, be embarrassed? That was so mean. I'm like, okay. And she's just like, oh, God, your friends and your family are going to see that. I'm like, oh. wow. But I'm like, I couldn't read it. I couldn't read it. I didn't know what it meant. And and she was just like oh and so they so they decided to keep on taping and then this moved outside of the building that it was worried at and for some reason I lived in it was like a mix of like New York Portland and I was trying to get across the street to go to my apartment which uh, looked exactly like my sister's apartment in Seattle that she had like years ago so anyway but it was like was it a loft it was kind of it was a studio okay so it was kind of like that. All right. um, it kind of looks almost exactly like my apartment looks now. Okay. It's about that same size. Okay. Um, and so I'm running across the street, and they're all filming like some segment for Saturday Night Live, which now I'm clearly seeing as Portlandia or something. You've and mixed to, the two into... Yeah, and I'm trying to cross the street, and then there's Fred... And Fred, Ar- Fred Armisen was there, too. I just remembered that. Well, you know, he's in... He was in both. I know, right? And so I see them, and I'm trying to cross the street to my apartment, and they've set up taping outside, and they're just, like, yelling at me. They're like, cut. They're like, you're in the scene. Get out of the scene, because I've already Whoa. let them down. So you're in the way. Yeah, I already and let them down with my down. shitty, like, Saturday Night Live acting, which oh, I couldn't geez. read. Yeah. And so then I went, so I finally got across the street after them, like, yelling at me and got into the apartment building where I decided to make an apartment, and I lived under the stairs. You lived under the stairs? Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't... You lived just, under the stairs in your dream? That is the creepiest thing it ever. It was weird because You're I that place, creepy person? I needed a place to stay, and like, so I snuck into that building, and then I wanted to stay there because apparently I'd moved there to be a, an actor or whatever, and it didn't quite pan out. Yeah, it obviously didn't work out it well for you. It didn't work out well You're for me. You're living under the stairs. Yeah, and that was it. And then I woke up, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, and at first I was kind That's of- That's so disturbing. I know, and at first I woke up, and I was mad at Carrie Brownstein. I'm like, why is she so mean? <laughs> What did I do to her? Because she was nice to me before, and then she's just like, you're, you're acting. That was atrocious. You, you should just be so embarrassed. Wow. Your whole family is going to see this. Yeah. And they're just like, well, I hope we can cut it out. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's pretty bad. Is this bingo night, like, fear? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is this bingo night I, I think anxiety? you may be redirecting some some anxiety, although... We did press a lot for bingo greatly night. redirecting, though, because it's, it's really... 
we are having bingo night tonight. Yes, we're running it. I don't think I would equate bingo with being on Saturday Night Live or uh, reading a script. But we're putting for on a show. Being, we and are putting doing, on a show. And we have things like Greg and I worked on this. I mean, my God, I'm, I'm not going to – I'm tooting our horn, Greg. We worked for like a few – like quite a while on this yesterday. <laughs> like shaking out everything, making sure that we had like all the you know, like fun prizes and like things to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it took a little while. It took some brain power. It took some – Took some elbow grease. I might have made one of the best challenges I think I could have ever made. Are you going to say what it is? Because I've, oh. I've seen it, unfortunately, because you sent it to me. I don't think I will. I think I'm going to make people come to see it. I, it's one of the it's one of the greatest things I have ever drawn, ever. You're not going to give a hint? That's up to you. It might be a... Uh... There's a lot of people, of course, who are in Portland. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely put a picture Yeah, we'll be posting pictures so. and it's, videos and stuff. It is... Well, I'm not that that excited I about it. I laughed out loud when I, I made can underst- it. It's okay. I might have. It's drawn, well done. Okay, I might have drawn a pin the something on the something with uh, uh, the character might be Greg, and I it was so, it, it I was sitting in my apartment like a crazy person last night drawing this and making the what we're going to be pinning on and laughing to myself. And then I sent Greg a picture, and he just creepily went, laughing laughing by yourself and by your, myself in my apartment because it was that good. <laughs> Oh, man, that's going to go over really well yeah. with your neighbors. I know. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I'm just saying, if you come tonight, you'll be able to play, because I think at the at the end we'll have, like, you can play it for some other things, but um, pin something on Greg. And it's not, a, it's, it, it's not, it's not like a penis or anything. It's something, it's pin the something on Greg, and I'm very, very proud of it. <laughs> so much so that I did sound like a crazy person laughing inside of my apartment by myself last night. Well, and you will reveal it, t- t- well, tonight and then tomorrow for anybody who can't know. But Yes. I mean, if anyone wants to know in advance that, that doesn't live in Portland that can't come, I can totally send you a picture. Yeah. Because it's worth it. It's, <laughs> I came up with the idea, and then Greg's just like, No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, I will be the butt of the joke. Um, sure will be. But that will be part of it tonight. So there's a bunch of stuff that's going on with it. So in all, in all honesty, if you are here in Portland and you're in the Portland area and you can come down, please do. Uh, it's one of those things that supports us and helps us keep this show going and these kinds of events. Yeah, and bottom line, it's just they're fun. And they're... even if uh, you know bingo does get filled up, we're going to be hanging out there anyway. So we'll have some drinks. We'll hang out. We'll have some bingo breaks. Yep, some not your father's root beer. It's going to be it's going to be a really fun night. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. And these are the things that you know keep keep this show and this entire network going. They they're, do. They're important. Yeah. Very, very important things. Mm. So thank you, everyone, for your support. All right, should we do some... Oh, I've got some World of Crazy. World of Crazy, Sarah? Can we do some of that? Yes. All right, mute me. And I'm back. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. How are you? I'm so excited for bingo Why do you keep doing that? Is that your new tick now? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I like asking people how they're doing. I like to think that maybe somewhere out in the world that someone's like, I'm fine. Thank you, Sarah. Have a conversation with that person right now. You know, Greg doesn't understand that it's just you and me talking, but don't worry about it. It it doesn't matter. <laughs> right? I know he is a little weirdo. No, it's cool. I'll always ask you how you're doing. That's totally fine. No, I'm not going to be bullied by him. No, no, no. For sure, for sure. Yeah, all right, cool. All right, uh, yeah. All right, I hope to see you tonight. <gasps> awesome. Yeah, get there early. Okay, cool. First up, 
A toilet-themed cafe in Russia is causing a big stink for some folks out there, Greg. I didn't write that one. Can't take credit. <laughs> Bet you never thought you'd eat something out of a toilet bowl, let alone even pay to do it. But a crazy toilet cafe in Russia will flush away all those doubts. Greg, did you get it? It's a toilet pun. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Okay. I don't think I need to respond really to it. Yes, you do, because you're listening to me. The eatery, which opened last month, has taken bathroom decor to a whole new level. Now, we talked about a toilet place that existed in L.A. a couple of years ago, but they didn't go, right. like, full-on toilets. Russia, they go 100%. Yeah. Russia goes 100% crazy. So instead of seats at this toilet cafe... Uh, patrons can you sit. Rush, toilet heat suit. No, never mind. That was bad. That was terrible. That was terrible. Yeah. Instead of uh, chairs, patrons at the crazy toilet cafe in Russia sit on toilets while eating out of toilet-shaped dishes. Uh, there's feces-themed cartoon decals splashed across the walls, and poop emoji pillows adorn each toilet seat. That's what you sit on—a poop emoji pillow. What is the attraction to this? Why? The restaurant's menu also boasts a. Dis- Distinct fare. There's the crazy three-course lunch menu, which features a creamy brown mushroom soup, a swirled sausage atop a pile of steaming mashed potatoes, and a bowl of whipped chocolate ice cream to cleanse the palate. All served in toilet bowl-shaped bowls. So these are people who are just like feces aficionados, who that's their thing, that's what they're into? Yes, these are feces aficionados. Aficionados. <laughs> Hmm. So this is called the Crazy Toilet in Russia. If you'd like to go to the one in L.A., it might be a bit closer to where you are. Uh, you can look it up. It's called the Magic Restroom Cafe, which opened in L.A. back in 2013, which also serves steaming loads of laboratory-themed cuisines. Next up, out of Texas... A man has gotten in trouble after he sat in his truck drinking and decided to shoot his radio because the song that came on made him sad. I can understand that. Uh, Activity report out of Angelina County, Texas, stated that an ACSO deputy had to respond to a 911 call about shots being fired at a home this past weekend and found a man inside of a vehicle by himself parked in his own driveway. What was the song? It doesn't say. Oh, that's frustrating. I was thinking it was like W-O-L-D. What? Oh, I'll play it. W-O-L... What? It is the saddest song ever. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a sad song about an old radio guy. Is this like a 1% song that you maybe have heard one time? No, I've heard it... You would know it. Okay. It's a sad song. So anyway. All right. The man told the deputy that he had, in fact, gotten drunk and was in his pickup truck, because what else would he be sitting in? Listening to music. That's already sad. When a sad song he didn't like began playing on the radio. At that point, the suspect didn't think to turn it off. He instead pulled out his twenty-two caliber pistol and shot his radio in his truck, rendering it useless. Well, the wife was the one who called 911. She did come out and take possession of the handgun and the husband. He's doing all right and was not arrested. Huh. But yeah, no word on what the song was. What was it? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I know, Greg. 
What's a song that would make you shoot a radio? Oh. Like out of dis- disdain or out of like sadness? Out of... <laughs> I don't really have one of those. <laughs> I don't know. What would you? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. There is one. You have one. No. I can see it. <gasps> Wait, what was that one that you couldn't listen to because it always reminded you of your ex-girlfriend who left you? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What was that one? I don't remember. Oh, so the song that I was thinking of is by Harry Chapin. It's about the sad, uh, lonely DJ who basically wastes away his life and loses his family because he's like, I, I don't know what am that... the morning DJ on WOLD. It's really sad. Well, that sounds really depressing. It is super depressing. <laughs> Here, I pulled it up. It's a little I too close it. to home. I know. That's why it's even more depressing for us. Here he goes. All right. Come on, Harry Chip. Well, it already sounds sad. Just listen to a little bit of it. Hello, honey, it's me. What did you think when you heard me back on the radio? What did the kids say when they knew it was their long-lost daddy? Oh, <laughs> it is oh my the... God, I'm already sad. I know, I told you. Remember how we listened to the radio? And I said, that's the place to be. And how I got the job as an FM jock The day you married me It was two kids and I was into AM rock But I just had to run around It's been eight years since I left you, babe Let me tell you about what's gone down Here it comes I am the morning DJ <laughs> At W-O-L-D Oh my god. No, stop. Turn it off. Turn that fucking thing off. You should listen to the whole thing. I don't want to. It's awful. That's a horrible song. I want to shoot your computer right now for playing it. I told you I could find the one that. Never play that again. God. That's the song that would make me shoot. That is something. the song, and then he starts going into like I don't want to uh, being older and like his hair is getting thinner and his life's a little lonelier. Oh who so would write a song like that? <laughs> Harry Chapin. Who would do it. that? <laughs> All right, let's turn this around. I have a completely different direction. There's Greg, no are you ready? Point, are you ready but... for a new direction? Yeah, whatever. Greg, speaking of new directions, skin care treatment is being promoted. By a British model turned fashion blogger and is rubbing some experts the wrong way. What does she recommend? Smearing semen on your face. This woman's name is Tracy Kiss. Again, Greg, I know you're depressed about the song, but you need to listen to me. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, Tracy Kiss, who's a British model turned fashion blogger, is a former glamour model with two kids 
and was looking for ways to ease her rosacea, which is a condition that causes the face to redden. Now, Miss Kiss came about the method after a beautician suggested an acid facial hair for a rosacea. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to put acid on my face. You know what I should put on my face, Miss Kiss decided? I should put semen on my face. That's what she thought. She's 28 years old, decided to try a more natural skincare approach. Uh, her logic, again, former glamour model turned fashion blogger. So basically, has her doctorate. Uh, says, semen builds babies, and they come out very soft and have beautiful skin. So it leaves my skin nice and soft, so I'm happy to use it as a facial for me. Well, good for Tracy. I kind of a... I'm not going to say anything. Now, Tracy Kiss isn't the first person to sing the praises of sperm facials. Uh, In 2013, when Heather Locklear was asked for anti-aging secrets, she simply replied, You just put semen on your face. (laughs) The former Cosmopolitan magazine editor, Helen Brown, also swore by the semen facial uh, in her memoir, I'm Wild Again. Um, Which I've never actually even heard of this before. But I just wanted to let you know. This is science, is what this is. <laughs> this is pure science at work. It's science and technology. So um, the wonders of our age. So this is being recommended again by uh, Doctor Tracy Kiss, described as former glamour model turned fashion blogger. I'm sure she knows exactly what she doctor. What she got her doctorate in? No, I was joking, Greg. Oh, okay. That's what the joke of Doctor. Glamour model turned fashion blogger. Well, you never know. I'm not going to judge. I mean, it sounds like this is a very scientific thing she's figured out. Good for her. Yeah. This next story made me laugh, so we're leaving that one behind. Uh, The headline reads, A spiteful grandmother decides to shred her fortune instead of give it to her family. And by shred, I mean cut up her family fortune. Instead of giving it to her family or donating it to charity. So an Austrian woman decided to slice up her 950,000 euro or 1.02 million dollar fortune in bitter anger because she didn't want to leave any money to her family. (laughs) So the 85 woman, according to reports, neatly cut one million dollars and some savings accounts books before leaving them uh, inside of her nursing home bed the day before she died. She cut up all the money, hid it under in her bed, and then passed away. That's a real bitter old lady. That's like some sort of level of like, wow, she's kind of angry. You know, I mean, people fighting over money, that's always bad, and I'm sure maybe maybe the kids were awful people too. But that's a really special kind of bitter, vindictive person. To not, like, just give the money to charity or yeah, something. Yeah, like, help somebody else Yeah, out. helps give it to somebody else you think is worthy. Just cut it up. Like, I can't have it. No one can. No, so she cut it into confetti She's trying to and take it, it with her. her. Yeah. Can't do that. Well, authorities theorize she uh, turned her fortune into confetti to upset her family, though the reason why is unclear and wasn't said. Uh, prosecutors... <laughs> can only be of limited help to her successors uh, since the money is so damaged. However, uh, one of the prosecutors said the damage of the money in the woman's property is not a criminal manner, so we have not begun an investigation. However, luckily for the heirs, the bank that she withdrew the $1 million from should be able to replace the cash because if the heirs can find shreds of the money and the origin of the money where it was issued from, then it can all be replaced. So the woman cut it all up so that nobody could get it, but in fact... 
it turns out that they'll probably be able to get it because she didn't like burn the money or anything. Like they, she left all the pieces of evidence with you just her. like tape it together or something. I mean, if you can find like little bits of it, if you yeah, can prove where like it came from, serial numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, but I mean, that she's is a, a really horrible person. Yeah, and she still didn't get away with it. All right. Well, I do have. Speaking of angry people. I do have one last story. Okay. Greg, there has been something this week that has angered a lot of people. Okay. I don't know if you remember, if you recall, if you've seen anything about this. It's pretty quiet on the internet about it. Um, Starbucks and their red cups. Oh my god, these stupid red cups. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know about the big controversy surrounding Starbucks. About how they hate Christmas and they want to uh, have gay people come into your house and take your guns away and... Kick your babies. Because of the red cups, yes. Yes. That's correct. Uh-huh. Well, now... And then they're going to make your kids get gay married, too. Well, now, one that's of my what I heard. favorite things that comes out in these scenarios is that somebody has decided to turn this conundrum into the written word in a porn version. Yes. <laughs> a man by the name of Chuck Tingle has taken to the internet... <laughs> Chuck Tingle. You could choose any porn name you want, and he went with Chuck Tingle. Tingle. Chuck Tingle has released a book on the internet, so you can get it on your Kindle. Probably going to funemploymentradio.com, clicking on the Amazon link, you can get it there. The name of his book is called Oppressed in the Butt by My Inclusive Holiday Coffee Cups. Let me tell you a little bit about Oppressed in the butt. I mean, I appreciate the desire to to do this, um, to make it, you know, spoof porns. I think that's hilarious. I haven't even told you the concept. Well, you just said oppressing my butt. Okay, all right. Oppressed in the butt by my inclusive holiday coffee cups by renowned author Chuck Tingle. Now, Chuck Tingle writes about a man named Jabu Fogstein. Now, Jabu Fogstein is a former preacher turned viral sensation. He lives for the holidays, the sights, the smells, especially the tastes. <laughs> In fact, he's so excited to try out his favorite coffee that he gets you every want, like, year. like, corn music for this, or? No, well, uh, it's not. What do you think that they'd call it if it wasn't Starbucks? What do you think they would call Starfucks? it? Starfucks? That's good. But he called it Starbutts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good, too. <laughs> In fact, Jabu Fogstein is so excited to try out his favorite coffee, Starbucks Christmas Blend, that he camps out overnight for the introduction of their brand new red holiday cups that he wants to fill with delicious Starbucks coffee. However, when Jabu receives his coffee, he finds himself in a waking nightmare, discovering the cups have been redesigned in sleek, plain red without a trace of Christmas imagery. Oh, no. The shock causes Jabu to suffer a major heart attack and lands him in the hospital. But he's about to receive some visitors that will open both his heart and his butt. <laughs> Is that what it says? Soon enough, Jabu <laughs> finds himself at the center of a hardcore gangbang with these handsome gay cups and learns a little something about the holiday spirit. This erotic tale is a 4,700-word essay of sizzling human-on-gay holiday cup action, including... Banal. 
Double anal. Blow, blow jobs. Gang bangs. And beverage container love. Plus more. Pick up your own copy today, of course. By the esteemed, accredited author Chuck Tingle. <laughs> Again, his book, Oppressed in the Butt by My Inclusive Holiday Coffee Cups. Pick one up today, won't you? Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. And that, my friends, is your world crazy. We should just have this running under every show that we do. I kind of like it. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Eric Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wherever and however you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Oh, I like it. I feel like we're on like early morning like newscasting in like 77. This track is called 80s porn music, so I don't know if that's really... This is really not porn music, is it? Yeah. 80s porn. Oh, I guess the 80s porn. All right, how long do we have to listen to your 80s porn music? Like, that was right. getting kind of weird. All right, let's let's uh, let's do some quick ball talk here. You have some quick balls? Some... I have some ball talk. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. A little smattering of balls, a little of this, a little of that. I will say uh, this, this little bit of information. The Portland Trailblazers, haven't talked about them much this season. Of course, with their very, very young team that they have. It's a bunch of guys and then Damian Lillard. Although C.J. McCollum's kind of making a name for himself. Uh, they lost last night in the return of former Portland Trailblazers star LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, L.A. Come on, L.A. LaMarcus Aldridge, now of the San Antonio Spurs. I didn't watch it. How did he do? Uh, LaMarcus was the leading scorer of anybody in the game and uh, did quite well against the Blazers at home in Portland. He was booed quite a bit. What? Not when he first came out, though, right? It was a mix of cheers and boos when he came out. Oh, that's tacky. Although I'll say this, I appreciate what the Blazers did. They didn't make a big deal about it. But they didn't say his name any different than anyone else. They did the normal uh, posing team opening thing. We're like, mm-hmm. at uh, Power Forward, we have this person. And then at uh, Forward, there's this person. And this uh, this person like, just went through the names. He's like, and at Power Forward from Texas, LaMarcus Aldridge. And at Small Forward, but like didn't give him any special treatment, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Either way. The Marcus was the best person on the court that night. So anyway, they did well. Right. Uh, Blazers losing resembling. Uh, one thing that's kind of annoying. No, never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. It's just there's all these news reports. You know how I follow like ball talk news. Robin Lopez was the center for the Portland Trailblazers oh last couple of years. And Robin Lopez is awesome. Love Robin Lopez. Oh, he's fantastic. He's hilarious. Portland would be the, I mean, you know, it, it's a business. He went where there was money. But uh, he fits this town really well, and one of his little goofy things that he would do is always have fake fights with opposing mascots, and the opposing mascots all got into it. So every arena he went to, he would always like get into a fight with him or stare down, or they'd do something, you know, making fun of him. It's a funny little side gig. Yeah, I and remember it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it is. It's it's hilarious. Well, he's still doing it now in New York, but now it's getting all this attention. Like, oh my gosh, look what Robin Lopez is doing, as though it just started. So he's been doing that in Portland. For two years, you guys just don't pay attention to Portland. No, 
No, people don't. No, they don't. <laughs> at all. But now that he's in New York, it's a big deal. It's a bigger platform. So it's all over the place now. Like, oh, well, all right. Anyway, moving on to Ball Talk. We have uh, this, the FanDuel DraftKings issue. Oh, that's what you were talking about yesterday, right? Yes, where the New were... York Attorney General has deemed the DraftKings and FanDuel websites to be illegal and sent them a cease and desist order saying they're gambling sites. Well, FanDuel and DraftKings both said no. We're going to continue to do business in New York. They're bad boys. They're bad boys. Okay, they're bad boys like you are. I'm a bad boy. You are a bad boy. You're not a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. Okay, stop saying that. They said, uh, we will pursue this fight to the fullest to ensure that New York fantasy sports fans do not need to stop playing. They called uh, Schneiderman's decision very extreme and very sudden. And they are going to continue running. Doing what they're doing. Moving on to ball talk. There is scandal, Sarah. Scandals erupting about... Who is the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, of course, has proclaimed since his divorce last year that he will remain celibate because that's what the Lord wants him to do. And he's going to remain celibate until he gets married again. Sure. Well, one little problem. He's dating Sierra. Sierra is hot. Wait, what? This is the report? Here's the... I'm still going. Okay. Well, no, he is dating Sierra. Well, yeah, he's dating Sierra, but what's the prop? That's the problem? I'm going to tell you about a little rumors. There's a lot of pictures that have come out lately of Russell and Sierra. They went on a little vacation because the Seahawks were on a bye week. And it's all these, like, poses of them in swimsuits. It's kind of bizarre. It's not something any normal person would do on a vacation. Like, hey... I'm going to get a photographer to come along, and we're going to pose on the beach while we're on vacation and rock, you know, evocative poses or whatever. Anyway, they did that. Now the rumors are this, though. Sarah, let me tell you. What? Sources are saying Sierra wants a baby. But how are they going to do that if he's going to be remaining celibate? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And they broke the vow of celibacy on this little vacation. Russell and Sierra. That's the rumor. This was a close source revealed this. We're really talking about a grown man's sex life? That's That's news? The best part is, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's news. Uh, This was was on, I think it was Bleacher Park. It's all over the place, actually, right now. But, yes, that's it's a source says... Sierra couldn't wait any longer. She wants a baby by Russell, and the two broke Wilson's weight until marriage vow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the fact that um, this close source. Like, who is the close source that's being like, let me tell you, I was standing right outside like, the bedroom. What a sad life the I was there in has. the bedroom. I was sitting under the bed. And I'm pretty sure. Like, how depressing would it be to be the close source? Like, oh, I'm pretty sure that did it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Like, who knows that? Like, I could, I've gone on vacation with friends. Maybe they've done things, couples together in their own room. I wouldn't know, and nor would I try to find out. 
It's just really not something... You want to be the source, Greg? <laughs> Sources say, let me tell you guys. Oh, my goodness. I think they did. Yeah, it's just ugh, it's weird. It's creepy. But anyway, that's what the rumor is. That's the scandal. Russell and Sierra. Moving on to ball talk. This one, it's awful, but it's not surprising. Lamar Odom. Oh, no. Lamar Odom. Lamar, well, he's recovering. Okay. He is recovering. But of course, Lamar Odom, formerly married to Khloe Kardashian, or I guess still technically they're married. Well, there's a new rumor coming out that the family is taking offers for something associated with the tragedy around Lamar and his whole issue and going, you know, overdosing and all of that. They're looking to ink a deal for a movie about Lamar Odom and what's gone on with him. Lamar Odom's family? No. The Kardashians. Oh, my God. They can't have him sign right now because he's still recovering, but they're heavily... uh, This is another report that they're... um, Looking to ink a deal, yeah, for a, for a movie about Lamar Odom. That's okay. So there we go. Kardashians are awful people. That yes. concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Well said. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for tonight. I know. Stop singing. Should I That's sing enough. tonight while we're at bingo? Should I do a little song and dance number? Please Should don't. I get up? And I should mean, I... judging by how irritated I am by you just doing it slight, like a little bit this morning... Do we have our intro worked out for tonight? When we're not we... doing an intro. Yeah, we got to do a little number. B, because we're glad you're here. We're so glad you're here. I I know I wouldn't be happy if you weren't here right now with us. It's, uh, you know, it's things like that. You what does get N the stand for? Now, now we're here. <laughs> yeah, it's all about them being here. It's a, it's a real theme. You know, it's real inclusive. Now that you are here, I am so happy. Yes, I am, because I know that you are here. And, oh, gee, isn't it great that you are here? You are here with us. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. Bingo. I'll work on, I mean, you know, we can work on it, but I want the audience to feel like they're part of it. So if we constantly reference how happy we are that they're here, that's going to... I absolutely think that should be your opening number. Why? Well, you're part of it. You have to do that. No, I'll sit Then there. you have to dance. Oh, I'll dance. <laughs> if you can see the dance she's doing right now. I'd rather it's you don't a, dance. I'd rather you don't. <laughs> All right. You heard it, Greg. Would rather I didn't dance. Greg's going to sing. If that's what it's going to be, I'd, I'd rather just... All right. There you have it. Come see Greg. You're going to have to do something, opening. though. I'm not. No. <laughs> yes. I just tried to dance and you said no, so that was it. You said that I would have to dance. And because I'm glad you're here tonight to play some bingo with us. You need to have like a cane that you can like dance with. I'll have with. a cane. Huh? Yes, I'll, of course I'll have a cane. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And a top hat? I don't know. I'm not sure about the top hat yet. Yes, I'll have a top hat. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was such a stupid question. It was a stupid question. God. This is why you're not allowed to, to do this part of it anymore. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. So Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big, thank big thanks to Small Town Brewery, who is sponsoring tonight's Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. If you can come out, fantastic. We would love to see you. 4847 Southeast Division at Landmark Saloon. Also, huge thank you to Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. They have donated some uh, really nice prizes. Yes. 
that we're going to have tonight. So all kinds of different stuff to win and fun to be had and support for everybody. And it's going to be very, very cool. So yes. we're very excited to see anybody that are. can come. I know if you don't live here in Portland, I totally understand. And even if you just don't play bingo and even if you just want to come hang out, like we'll be there hanging out. Yeah. Come spend some time with us. Have some drinks. Yep. Either way, it is awesome. Uh, of note tonight, Carl Show starring Jason and The Butcher Shop both taking a break this week, but they, I believe, will be back next week. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Stockholm. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.